Hey, hey, this is your go-to life coach, Dakota Hunt, who just wants to help you feel so, so good. And that's all anyone really wants, right? (laughs) To feel so, so good. This podcast is all about helping you find purpose and meaning so that you can feel so, so good as you create your dream life. So let's dive in. Have you ever chosen a word for the year? Rather than making traditional New Year's resolutions, I like to simply ponder and assign each year a word or in other words, a focus. And I've been doing this since 2019 and it has made a huge difference. As you probably know, I am all about setting goals. However, I don't always necessarily believe that the first of the year is the best time for everyone to set goals. It definitely can be a great time to set goals and I I personally do look over my goals and I do encourage my clients to look over my goals. However, I believe goal setting is something that should be done all year round, not just at the beginning of the year. It should happen anytime you feel the urge and a need to set goal and they should be reviewed and pondered to the extent that most people ponder them on the first of the year all year round. So that being said, there is a power in a new year, right? There's a fresh start, a new beginning, and a feeling of change that is palpable in the air. This energy should be taken advantage of, right? We want to move forward, so let's take advantage of this energy. The way that I like to do that is by setting an intention for the year rather than setting like that traditional New Year's resolutions. To be honest, I don't actually remember any New Year's resolutions that I have set in the past. Have you? And likely, (laughs) since I don't remember them, I probably never even accomplished a New Year's resolution because I always set them for the sake of simply setting a New Year's resolution. However, I vividly remember and have found great power in setting an intention for my year. So in today's episode, I'm going to run through memory lane and share what some of my past words have been and how they manifested themselves throughout the year in such cool ways. Then I'm going to share the word that I've chosen for 22, 2022, why I chose it and what I'm hoping to learn from this word um, and intention that I've set for the year. So my hope is that by sharing this experience that you will be inspired and guided to choose your own word for the year if you haven't already. And then I invite you to share your word of the year with me. Either DM me directly on Instagram or share with your audience on stories and then tag me at go to Dakota so that I can see. I would love to know what intention you are bringing with you into the new year. So we're going to start with 2019. In December of 2018, I graduated from college with a degree in graphic design. It was a huge accomplishment, but it left me feeling a little directionless. Throughout my college career, I had a handful of part-time jobs, and with the close of this chapter of being a student, also came the close of many of those jobs. The only thing that I really had remaining was teaching piano lessons. I had 13 students, if I remember correctly, and so they kept me pretty busy, but I still had way more free time on my hands than ever before in my life. I knew that I needed to be intentional with my time if I didn't honestly want to go crazy. So as I pondered life after college and what I wanted it to be like, I decided to give 2019 a word. The word that I chose was growth. I chose this word because I honestly did not know what the future held. I did not have a clear vision of where I was going or what I wanted to do with my life after college. All I knew is that I wanted to continue learning. I had been learning my whole life and that's honestly all I knew was learning. And I knew that college wouldn't be the end of my growth journey. So at the beginning of the year, I didn't really know where I would grow, like in what manner I would grow. I didn't know what I would be doing. I just knew that it was going to be fun to continue learning and it was going to be fun 
to be learning exactly what I wanted to be learning, not dictated by a professor or teacher. So I decided to simply continue freelancing as a graphic designer, as well as teaching those piano lessons. And then I started exploring options of starting my own business. 2019 proved to be an incredible year of growth. I quickly fell in love with personal development as a genre, and I read book after book after book. I listened to podcast after podcast. In fact, I didn't even really know what podcasts were until 2019, if you can believe that. But in 2019, I became very, very comfortable with all the podcasts (laughs) that have to do with personal development. I just fell in love with this world of personal growth. One Like I said, I was relatively unfamiliar up until this point. I didn't even know that this whole idea of like improving yourself as a concept was even a thing. So I distinctly remember one conversation I had with my sister. And this was probably, I don't know, late summer, fall of 2019. So I'd recently read As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, which is a quick essay on the power of our thoughts. In that short book, I had a moment where I realized that it was completely possible for me to live the rest of my life without ever losing my temper again. You see, up until that point, I had a fairly heated temper. I did not know how to control it, and it was honestly something that I let define me. When I would think of who I was, there was a small part of me that would think, I'm Dakota and I have a temper. (laughs) That it was such a defining thing about me. But man, thinking back right now, it's kind of incredible. Here I'm sitting talking to you, recording this podcast almost three years later, and I can honestly say that my temper is far behind me. My blood still boils for sure (laughs) at times. However, I honestly can't remember the last time I actually lost my temper. Wow, that's just, that's kind of crazy just to sit here and reflect on that. But this is because of that growth journey that I embarked on in 2019. So going back to sitting with my sister on the porch, we were at my my mother-in-law's house. I distinctly remember exactly where we were sitting. And having read so many books and done so much personal work, I just remember expressing to her how I felt like I was a completely different person. And it was in the best of ways. I felt like I had transformed. I had grown so much, so much that it completely changed me. And it felt so good. I felt powerful. I felt in control. I didn't realize how much I felt out of control before this. But now having this sense of complete just ownership of where I was and control over how I behaved, man, it was an incredible feeling. And what was cool was that my sister expressed back to me that she could also see that I was a different person. And I felt so loved and accepted by myself. And I think that was the biggest change is like, I had this concept and this idea that I could simply love and accept myself. And I felt that from those around me as well, those who had witnessed this transformation. So when I set the word of, when I set growth as the word of 2019, I had no idea what lay ahead of me. I had no idea that I would be completely transformed as a human being. In fact, I did not know that that level of change could even happen, much less happen so quickly. And it was an incredible feeling. And looking back from where I sit now, 2019 was hands down the biggest year of growth personally that I have ever had. And it is all because I decided early on in January of 2019 that I was going to focus on growing and that was going to be my sole focus for the year. And because setting a word for 2019 was so impactful, I decided to set another word for 2020. I was like, okay, this is a good thing. And so I was so excited to set another word for 2019. By the end of 2019, 
I was pregnant with my first daughter, Millie. I had a full lineup of piano students still, and I had a relatively successful freelance graphic design career. I wasn't raking in the dough by any means, but I was bringing in more than enough for the needs of my business, for my personal needs, and for my family's needs. Pregnancy had been rough on me, though, and I wasn't really sure what 2020 was going to bring with the new kid. I was so excited to be a mom, but I was worried that I was going to lose myself and that my business would suffer. So the word that I settled on for 2020 was light. I simply wanted to feel the light. I wanted to feel the warmth of the sun. I wanted to feel the light of Christ. I wanted to simply see the light in everything I did. I wanted to fully embrace the light that a new baby would bring into the home. And I just wanted, I just wanted to feel like I can't even describe what that feeling of light is. I just wanted to feel it. So just like in 2019, I really didn't know what this intention would really bring into the new year. However, I knew that it was going to be exactly what I needed. And sure enough, can you believe it? The world fell into chaos and it brought on so much darkness. So much darkness. In fact, sitting here, just going all over all of the darkness that I faced in 2022, or sorry, in 2020, I'm amazed that it didn't drag me down in a lot of ways. And I'm not going to list all the dark moments of 2020. You know what they are nationally and on a world level. And I'm sure that you endured many dark moments of your own as well. So I'm not going to list them all out. But just know 2020 was filled with so much darkness. How could I have known at the end of 2019 that light was going to be exactly what I needed most in 2020? I couldn't. I couldn't know that. I can't predict the, predict the future, right? But the thing is, is that when you set an intention, you find exactly what you are looking for. And this is exactly what has happened to me year after year after year. In 2020, I found light in a perfectly brand new soul in the form of Millie. I found light in the conversations I had with my husband about the current state of affairs in the world. I found light in people who showed concern for other people in a time when it was easy to criticize, blame, and even hate others. I found light in the testimonies and stories told at the funeral of a lost loved one. I found light as I invested all of the money that I had saved up in my business into a coach that changed everything for me. I found light as I continued to build my business and figure out who I wanted to be and what I wanted my business to be. I found light everywhere I looked. I found light as we sold our first home and bought our current home in a much safer neighborhood. I found light as I spent so much time with my family. I found so much light that looking back on 2020, honestly, all I see is goodness and blessings. 2020 was an abundant year for me. It was incredible year. And honestly, until writing this episode, I hadn't even considered all of the darkness that came upon me in 2020 at one time. There was so much of it. Like I still cannot believe some of the things that happened personally and as a world at large. So it is incredibly powerful to me to see how one single word was able to alter my perception of an entire year by so much. I only see light when I think of 2020. That's absolutely incredible. For heaven's sakes, it was the year that I became a mom. I could easily see it as a year of darkness, but I don't because I understand the power that I have in my mind to see the good in any circumstance. That is the truth of 2020. 2020 was peace, comfort, and light. Like I said, it was not void of struggle. I cannot iterate enough how it was possibly one of the hardest years to date. However, that is exactly why the light was so strong. And as 2020 came to a close and I was considering my intention for 2021, I honestly, 
struggled a little bit more than the previous two years to come up with a word. I had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to focus on this year. My business had grown bigger than ever before. We had just moved into our new home. Millie was so just perfect, (laughs) as any mom would say about their daughter, and life was so good. But I felt a lot of frustration and even anger about a lot of things still. 2020 year was a year of light, but the darkness still left its mark, and I felt a little weak in a lot of ways. So ultimately, I decided to make my word of the year, warrior. I did not really understand, as always, what this would mean ultimately, but it was the only word that felt right. I wanted strength and stamina. I wanted to feel powerful. I wanted to feel mighty and make waves in 2021. I wanted to feel like a warrior. I wanted to define what being a warrior meant to me and simply embody that strength that I perceived a warrior to have. What's so interesting, though, is that I learned that a warrior isn't always a full moon, meaning that a warrior is not always the brave, courageous, and strong person you see on the front lines in battle. A warrior has weaknesses, too. A warrior weeps. They feel sad, discouraged, and defeated at times. They feel like they can't do it. They wonder why they were chosen for the mission, and they think, surely there's someone better suited to this task. In fact, a warrior faces more doubts than non-warriors, because they are putting themselves out there more and risking more. A warrior fights strong opposition physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. But a warrior is not defined by the darkness. They are defined by what they choose to do in the midst of darkness. A warrior continues to seek light even when all seems lost. This year has been hard for me. Not in the way that 2020 was hard, but in a way of my mind. I got pregnant with my second child way sooner than I ever imagined I would, and this pregnancy took even more of a toll on me than Millie's. I was so excited to bring another precious soul into my life. However, the process took it out of me. My mind faltered. I often gave in to the defeat. I let the negative voices take over, the ones who told me I'm not good enough, that I'm not capable of building the life and business I desire, the voices that tell me I'm not worthy. Honestly, they won a lot. But I am a warrior. The darkness was thick around my mind this year. It threatened to break me a few times, but I knew that the light would come. I am a warrior and the darkness will never win. And it didn't. As a warrior, I have found strength in my physical body. I birthed a second baby for heaven's sakes. Completely natural. Completely unmedicated. That's insane. (laughs) As a warrior, I found strength in my mind. It saw so much darkness, deeper than it had ever been before. Yet... It was always able to come back and find the light eventually. It stayed strong enough to never fully give up. I now know the strength of my mind better than ever before because of the dark moments it overcame. As a warrior, I have done one of the most scary things I have ever done. I have opened up emotionally. I had no idea how much pain I was carrying around with me emotionally. I was so closed off to my emotional self before this year that I did not even realize that I had this side of me that was completely lost, completely buried. As my emotional situation was brought into the light, I had to tap into warrior-like courage to do the terrifying work necessary to crack myself open so that I could feel again. It might sound crazy that this was so hard for me, but you might also understand. Or maybe you two are completely unaware of your emotional realm for similar reasons to me, reasons that I'm honestly not quite ready to share. I had to be a warrior this year, Not a warrior fighting battles on the front lines, but a warrior fighting demons in the darkness. It's an ongoing fight, one that will probably never really end. But I can tell you that who I am today is a mightier warrior than who I was at the beginning of 2021.
I am a creative warrior of truth and light. I do not succumb to darkness. I stand tall and courageous knowing that I am capable of whatever I put my mind to. Hard times will always come. Struggles will persist. But this warrior will never be defeated. I learned so much in 2021 about being a warrior. This year has looked nothing like what I thought it would when I was looking forward to it. I saw a lot more success in my business financially. I saw a lot more growth. I just saw a lot more, well, happiness, to be honest. And while those things definitely happened to a degree, there was a lot more darkness than I anticipated. But like I said, you never know how the word that you choose is going to manifest itself in its in your year. And warrior was exactly what I needed. I did not see the, or I did not find focus on the side of the warrior that I thought I was going to on that full moon side. I found immense power and focus on focusing on the warrior in darkness. And it's so hard to explain because it's more of a feeling than anything. But there's so much power in setting an intention for the year. It just gives you that focus and perspective. How can I look at the situation from a different angle? And you consider the word that you've chosen for the year and it always guides you. It always guides me. Warrior has guided me this year. So that brings me to the word I've chosen for 2022. And that word is trust. Like I said, I cracked my emotional self completely open this year. And it was and is quite terrifying. I found corners to myself that I had no idea even existed. So moving forward, I'm going to learn how to trust. I'm going to trust myself and I'm going to trust God. Right at this moment, I hope to learn to trust myself to feel my feelings. However, as experience has taught me and as have as I have told you throughout this episode, I know that I'm going to learn so much more about trust than I could ever imagine. And I'm so, so excited. I have no idea what 2022 will bring. I have set my intention. I have a vision. I have goals and I have ideas and desires. But ultimately, I know that what it has in store is so much better than I could even imagine. 2022, the year of trust, here we come. (laughs) So what is your word of the year? I want to hear all about it. If you have one, just send me a DM on Instagram, post it to your stories, tag me. If you don't have one yet, ponder it. I encourage you to really to really give this some thought. What would it be like if you had a focus for a whole year? How much could you change and transform and grow and how much closer could you move to becoming that person who lives your dream life if you focused on one thing for an entire year? I know that the person that I am becoming, my highest self, my potential, the person that I will be down the road in the future, she is somebody who trusts herself. She is someone who trusts her intuition. She is someone who trusts God. And she is someone that that just trusts that things are going to work out exactly as they need to. And if that is going to be who I am in the future, then I have to take action now to become that person. And so I am. I'm focusing on becoming that person who trusts, just like I focused on becoming a warrior, just like I am focused on finding the light, and just like I focused on growing. Those four words build upon each other, and they will always be part of who I am because I spent and dedicated entire year to each one of them. 
There's so much power in setting an intention for the year. I would say that there's way more power in setting an intention than there is in setting a New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions are not bad by any means. I highly encourage you to go out, get excited, get motivated, set some goals. But it's more important to set some intentions at least alongside those goals. And if you are really interested in leveling up your goals game, my group coaching that is starting in January, the cart is open now. You can go secure your spot now and it begins in January. It's all about goals. It's about setting goals and it's about achieving goals. And it's about becoming the person that you desire to become and building that life that you desire to build. And it's about sustainable success with goals. This is not just a fluffy group coaching program where we just set some goals and we like, you know, keep each other accountable and try to complete them. No, it's way more than that. Setting goals is part of it. That accountability, that is huge and that is part of it. But it's way more about finding that belief in yourself. It's about mindset combined with action set combined with so much more. I'm going to be giving you tools that are going to help you move towards your goals every single day with intention. We're going to be building habits, habits that habits that your future self already has in place, right? When you think forward in five to 10 years on what your future self is going to be doing every single day, she's going to have habits in place, right? She's whether you have thought about it or not, we are going to be thinking about that person, that future self, and we're going to be creating habits today that help us become that person, that person who achieves her goals. The goals that you have set, the desires that you have, they require you to become someone that you aren't at this moment. And that is so, so much fun. There's going to be transformations, this process of becoming... Okay, I could just blab on about it over and over and over again, (laughs) but I will stop. The point is, if you want to become a better goal setter and someone who achieves your goals and someone who is intentionally creating your dream life every single day, then this is the group coaching program for you. It's group coaching, but there are also lesson modules. So you're going to get teacher Dakota. You're also going to get coach Dakota. Both are very powerful. So you can find the link to that in the show notes, or you can come find me on Instagram at go to Dakota. Send me a DM and I'll get you hooked up. All right, we'll see you next time.